You're listening to episode 169 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is, I want to be traveling more. You're listening to Christian Travelers Network, the podcast and platform where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you are here because if this statement resonates with you, I want to be traveling more, then you're in the right place because we're going to be unpacking that a little bit and how we can deal with that from a Christian perspective. But before we dive into that, I want to again want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources and you'll have the opportunity to connect with us and learn more about our online platform. And if you missed our previous episode where we were discussing some of that, I believe episode 157, um, you'll find more information about our online platform and community there as well. But without further ado, let's go ahead and unpack this statement, I want to be traveling more. No matter what your reason is for wanting to travel more, as people passionate about travel, it makes sense that it's something that our soul is longing for. I mean, the Lord made us as individuals who love to explore his creation. In the very beginning, God told Adam and Eve to go into the world and multiply and have dominion over it. Then after the flood, he told Moses to go again and multiply and care for his earth. And then before Jesus left, he said once again, go and make disciples of all nations. What is similar in all of those, no matter what they are doing, they are to be going. They aren't to be hermits and to be hidden away, but to be going. Now, for each of us, our passion and our view of travel looks a little different. Some of us think that going is much more localized. It's, you know, spending time with friends and family, or it could be more international, going and seeing different cultures, communities, individuals, personalities, um, landscapes, the vast majority of things. But no matter what it is that calls us uh, to have that passion, whatever stirs in our hearts, the one who calls is always the same. And that is the Lord. The Lord calls us to go. And that means living in community. So much of scripture is about fellowship. It's about community. It isn't about a self-focused culture. And how much of our culture idolizes and worships the me, especially in our Western cultures. It's all about us. It's all about what gives me the bravado and the the likes and the hearts and the just the compliments. What gets the attention on me? But because God is the one to send us to go, that means that the attention isn't supposed to be on us, but rather on him. So with that in mind, it instantly raises the question, is my desire to travel selfish? And, you know, I think we have to unpack that one each on a personal level. And I think because we're sinful creatures, there's always going to be a piece that comes from a selfish nature. But when we're focusing on our relationship with God, when we're making that the priority, our call to go will often come in response to that. 
I mean, think of some of the big spiritual markers in your life, the events that have unfurled and you went, I see how God was leading that to leading me to that moment through these events. Whether it was a big career change, a big move, a big transition in life, or something smaller. Those transitions, those things where you know that God was calling you to go do something, was just that. It was another form of go. That transition took you from point A to point B, whether you were planning it or not. Um, And it was something where the Lord was calling you to go. Same can be said in our travels too. We might find ourselves with an itinerary and a travel plan and flight cancellations and delays and, and all of these things. And yet God's going to put you exactly where he needs you time and time again. And those spiritual markers will continue to appear. And by praying and being in relationship with him, by being in his word, by being in worship, we can hear from him and continue to reaffirm where he's calling us to go and how he's calling to us to go. Now, I say all of this because I think it's an important foundation before we truly address the question, I want to travel more. Because when we know that we're in relationship with God and when we know that we are in tune and listening to him, then even though that desire may sound selfish and and after again we've checked ourselves that it isn't that we've checked ourselves and our motivation and where that's all coming from that desire can very much be something that god is giving you to do so many things to explore and and to learn and to grow as a person and to be a witness and to put yourself in situations that encourage you to be a witness So how do we respond when that passion and the life stage doesn't seem to be lining up? Well, the first thing I say is be in prayer. Be in prayer and invite your community to be in prayer with you. If you're looking for more opportunities to go, then ask the Lord to make that possible. Lead him to ask him to lead you to a path that puts you on that trajectory. It might be a change in job. It might be a change in finances. It might be a million different things. It might be going and serving in communities that you didn't even know existed that suddenly opens you to the opportunity of traveling more. I promise you there are jobs out there. You can find so many people on social media living a nomadic lifestyle, doing workaways where in exchange for housing, they work a certain number of hours and then get to explore. There's pilots and flight attendants. There's cruise lines. There are opportunities out there. But what is best for you in your stage of life and where the Lord leads you? That comes from prayer and conversation with him and from your community as well. Now, as you go through this prayer and ongoing conversation with him, we also do have to take steps of our own doing. We have to put ourselves out there. 
Now, I don't encourage you to get ahead of the Lord if you feel like he's telling you to wait. I know it's so hard to be patient and faithful in those moments, but getting ahead of the Lord while he will still work through you in those moments, it's so important to be putting that trust in him. And who knows what's coming out of that season of patience. He might need to develop your character to develop a deeper relationship with him. He may need to put certain things in place so that he can get you to where you need to go. We don't know all of the factors. We only get to see one small puzzle piece of the bigger picture. But we need to be in conversation and we need to start moving when we think the Lord tells us to move. If you hear him put something on your heart and you can affirm that it's from him, it's it's not from Satan. If you can affirm that, then we are to respond in obedience, not delay, not wait, but go. Now, that might mean calling a friend, that might be talking to a stranger, that might be doing so many things. Again, with a level-headedness, if you're called to talk to a stranger, make sure that you feel safe and you know you're you're in a public space those kinds of things but at the same time we are to be obedient to the lord and we're to respond and so in so doing we open ourselves up to so many new opportunities and then we also might have to change our definition of travel you know we may have this definition that travel has to be this huge and lofty and amazing things with great pictures and international and all of those things. But in the season of life you're in, that might not be what you're called to. And that can be really hard to accept. But sometimes we have to change our definition of travel so that we can uh, still be addressing the passion the Lord has given us, but also addressing what the Lord has called us to. So, you know, staycations, I'm not saying stay in your home per se, but maybe just exploring your local area or within an hour of your local home. It might be choosing something to check off of your bucket list. For instance, say you're really passionate about photography and maybe about certain flowers. So you get a list of all the different kinds of flowers in your state and you make it a goal to take pictures every weekend until you've collected all of them. Or you might be passionate about woodworking and um, you might make something that would be helpful for your upcoming hike. Maybe it's a walking stick, etc. And then your goal is to hike different types of terrains in different parts of your state and check off all the state parks or national parks. There's different things that you can be doing on a more localized scale and you'd be surprised just how much the landscape and the scenery and the people can change just in your own little local area. Now, I want to be traveling more is definitely a motivator to a lot of things, but one of the other burdens that many of us face is budget. Our economies around the world are facing some serious challenges. Gas prices, diesel prices, everything is on the rise. So what do we do about that? Now, God may have a million answers for that, but some of the things to consider is, do you have a budget? Are you being a good steward of what the Lord has given you? Are you sticking to it? 
Are you giving and tithing to the Lord while also taking care of your necessary expenses? Are you setting aside money to save? Or are you going into debt over things that might not be necessary? It's important to be considering all pieces of the puzzle and be attuned to what the Lord is saying is right and wrong on your own heart. But um, having a budget, saving for your travels, saving for other bigger expenses that come with travel, it's important. And sometimes we may need to take a look at our selfishness again and say, do I need all of the possessions that I currently have? Sometimes we may need to minimalize how much we own. Um, not saying that that is a, per se the godly ideal of living um, and not saying that materialism is either, but saying that neither is necessarily right or wrong, but sometimes giving of our possessions, donating them or selling them can be a way to finance the passions that are closer to our heart in a certain season. And then while you're traveling, it's so important to continue to extend that community, to be finding a church to worship in and to get connected with locals. Now, I understand that Due to the pandemic, many churches grew and flourished in ways that they hadn't in quite some time. Many of your churches now have online worship services, Bible studies, and ways to stay connected while you're on the road. And for that, we're truly blessed. And this is a point of dispute between me and my husband. He personally finds that investing in online community while you're on the road with your community back home is great because then you still stay attuned to what's going on. Whereas I find that going to a local church, meeting the local people there, um, is, to me is more in line with what scripture says. It's not neglecting to meet with fe in fellowship with those around you. It's encouragement for them, but also encouragement for yourself and your own spiritual walk. And it leads to so many more connections. But I think another piece of that is how long-term you're going to be in a community. You know, if you're moving there for three months or a year, having a more stable community is so important. But if you're visiting for one weekend, maybe that is a reason to continue to worship with your home community online. Whatever the Holy Spirit is discerning in your own heart, as you think about these things, I encourage you to take them with you and, and apply them as you address these passions. And I pray that the Lord continue to lead and guide you as you figure out how he wants you to address that desire to continue to travel more. And understand that even if there's barriers in your way now, that doesn't mean that this is where you will always be. I like to think of the image of a series of paper clips. Stretch them out super long and narrow, and then line them up next to each other the lawn way, and put them on an American football field. That three yards between each football, uh, the, the distance between each of those yards uh, equates to about 365 paper clips. Now, in a certain season, you can feel like that one horrible day that got all bent out of whack is going to disrupt your whole life, 
It can be so easy to say, I'll never get to, or I'll always be this way, or things will never go how I planned. When we say never and always, we're saying that we're greater than the creator of the universe, that we're in control of the whole grand scheme of things. But when you zoom out and look at how that one messed up paperclip is going to impact 365 days, it really doesn't look like it has that much control. And then if you zoom out the whole way, and I know not everyone lives to 100, so they won't live the full length of a football field. But the vast majority of us live to our 80s, our 90s, our 100s. When you zoom out that far, you can't even see that one messed up paperclip. So while you may be saying now, I want to travel more, be laying the groundwork, be laying the groundwork, understand that this is just one small piece of the grander picture and the Lord can have bigger and greater things if we just wait, if we just be in conversation, if we budget, and if we are intentional with our time and with our decisions. And if we also choose that to change our definition of travel for whatever season God currently has us in. I hope this is some inspiration and some encouragement, but maybe also a little bit of insight into how you can continue to explore how to address some of these concerns. If you liked today's episode, I highly encourage you to check out episode 119, How Do You Know If God Is Calling You to Travel, based on stories from Genesis 24, or check out episode 113, Six Tips to Be a Financially Wise Christian Traveler and Be a Good Steward of What the Lord Has for You. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Three ways that you can support this podcast is to be praying for it and for its impact on God's kingdom, to be subscribing, hitting that like button, etc., and sharing this episode with a friend. Those are three great ways to continue to impact this podcast and encourage it to reach more listeners. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.